find out your purpose of learning and that will give you your fuel for creating time for learning for creating the discipline for learning for creating your own ways of learning this is episode number 85 of the inspiring talk with best selling author siddharth panerji Welcome guys to The Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm host for this show. Each week I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. On this episode I have Siddharth Banerjee, who is a global business leader, has worked in leadership position with the companies like Facebook, Vodafone and so on. He's an angel investor in new age media and tech startups and a mentor for early stage tech founders. In 2018, Siddharth along with his wife Eka set out on a journey of hyper learning. Every week they would pick one topic and learn as much as possible about it. They would find the ancient wisdom about the topic and also the latest research after doing this for 52 weeks they put their learning together on a book called 52 red pills which was released earlier this year on this episode i invited siddharth to share what hyperlearning is how you can get started on your own learning journey and how do you find resources and so on This is almost like a masterclass on hyperlearning. You will learn a lot about the art of learning on this episode. Without further ado, let's jump straight in. Welcome back inside this episode guys. I have here with me Siddharth on the call today. Siddharth, thanks for joining in. Thank you for having me here Vijay. So Siddharth it's amazing to have you here on the show and uh, you have recently authored a book called 52 red pills where you have shared the wisdom from you and your wife's hyperlearning journey right so for the better understanding of my listeners the good place to start would be by talking about what is hyperlearning yeah my wife eka and i have been hyperlearners throughout our lives uh we met at mba school we did our mbas together and then we kind of charted our corporate journeys together and one of the things that is almost like a value for us is the discipline of hyperlearning what is hyperlearning uh we believe that in today's world where there is lots of sources of information available and the world is colliding in so many different ways you know people call it the global village and so on and so forth that it is almost imperative for us as human beings as leaders as business people to know how to make sense of this world where there are so many uh, you know sources of information and and points of view etc etc so my wife eka and i have been very keen that we develop a discipline by which we learn about the world and various aspects of this world in an accelerated manner what does this mean we believe that self investment has the highest return of investment has the highest roi so investing True. into self has the highest roi and so therefore we we believe we call ourselves lifelong learners or lifelong students and 
it is this approach and it is this humility that allows us to connect with a lot of people and really absorb from a lot of people uh, about what's happening in the world so let's say if we wanted to learn a little bit more about you know how the financial system in the world will change we've all heard these terms right blockchain cryptocurrency etc one of the ways to learn about this would be to kind of read a few white white papers go on the internet scan some articles maybe speak to somebody etc etc now all of this will take a certain amount of time what eka and i have developed and some part of that we used for our book 52 red pills which has now become a best seller is a three step process of hyper learning that has helped us and and that's the reason why we were very keen to share it with the world in terms of the journey that we undertook specifically in 2018 which we kind of spelled out in our 2019 book 52 red pills vijay super so for the majority of people you know learning stops at the university once you get that degree and you know uh, for a lot of people majority of people the learning stops but please share with us why hyper learning is important for you know professionals in this digitally uh, connected world so vijay i think that's kind of true but also i see a lot of realization in people also to harness learning that today's online courses digital universities afford us if there are folks who stop their learning at the university or at the mba school i would say that suicidal because you hmm. will never grow as a person you will never grow as a leader and actually there is a wealth of information today that big organizations large universities institutions have made available a lot of them to be accessed freely so coming back if i were to look at my own personal journey of course i did you know a bachelor's in economics of course i did an mba but i think i was also very keen to keep on learning and so therefore i worked in organizations where the organizations have been very very supportive and helped me get on to executive education courses so i've done executive education courses at iim ahmedabad isp there have been periods of time where i have made career transitions even within the same organization which has demanded me to add a new muscle or to add a new skill to expand my horizons i remember when i was at unilever and there was an occasion where i was taking on a global role which meant that i had to reskill myself having worked largely in india and asia uh, i was suddenly taking a global role which meant that my knowledge base and my horizons needed to be expanded and again my organization was very supportive in kind of helping me guide through and and kind of select and work through a course at the harvard business school so that executive education course that i did allowed me to expand my horizons then again my wife eka and i again being lifelong learners we took advantage of so many online courses available we've done courses on coursera i'm sure uh, your listeners know about coursera we absorb a lot of content from ted and i think yeah. ted is a wonderful wonderful site with such a repository of high quality content there are so many digital subscriptions that you have towards magazines and specialist journalistic places like for example the ken i'm a big kind of supporter of the ken also third piece there are also opportunities available in our lives if we keep our eyes and ears open and if we have that intent to learn so again uh, eka and i have one more similarity which is that we both went and did a scholarship course at the university of oxford of course in different years but that enabled us to learn about the interdisciplinary nature of the world 
how everything is interconnected and super connected mm-hmm. i'm giving you these stories just to bring alive the fact that our today's generation has so many options of learning whether it's online learning whether it's scholarship based learning whether it is organization uh, fueled learning there are so many options and i would encourage each and every one of your listeners to really have a learning agenda for themselves just the same way that i do just the same way that my wife does interesting so i would like to go in depth of uh, you know the entire principle of learning and how you went about this experiment of 52 uh, red pills which is the topic of your book and uh, how the entire process looked like for you guys when you were picking one topic every week uh, so first uh, you know i would like to know about a little bit about the journey of how did this idea of picking one topic a week for 52 weeks of a year emerge and what's that journey been like for you guys yes bajay i think the 52 red pills journey has been personally as a couple as corporate and business people been a fascinating journey but let me step back 2 years uh, ago you know like i was sharing with you we've learned a lot through our you know mba courses online courses professional development courses that we have taken we've also taken uh, many courses which have to do with just you know enjoying life whether it is my wife and i learning to dance the salsa together or whether mm. it is us uh, you know taking a cookery class together and so on and so forth but we also realized after a point in time that we had our own individual strengths so for example my wife eka is a deep deep learner of ancient indian wisdom you know the wisdom mm. of the vedanta the wisdom of the upanishads the wisdom of our ancient texts uh, and our ancient practices on the other hand i have a deep appreciation for a lot of research which goes around in universities all across the world whether it is the john hopkins institute or the harvard medical school or the london school etc etc so i think we both have a deep desire to learn but we also look at the world from very different angles and we figured out at the end of 2017 that there were certain topics that we both wanted to learn more about like for example how do you become more creative mm. how how do you keep calm under stress and pressure which today's world brings with it how do you in living in an urban city how do you still eat clean eat raw eat healthy how do you despite having very busy lives how do you get your maximum amount of sleep as it were good mm. sleep you know things like mm. these and my wife eka and i we decided in end 2017 sitting in a tiger reserve when we had gone for our new year holiday that we would actually pen down we would put down the topics that we wanted to learn more about so we put down this long list of 63 items but was that off the top of your mind or how did you came out with those 63 topics so that was essentially a building up of everything that we had ever wanted to learn so it was almost like hamare zehen mein tha it was somewhere floating in our minds and we decided to just pen it down by the way i'm a big believer of putting pen to paper i know we live in a digital age but there are some things that i'm just uh, you know old school about putting pen to paper or for example i would rather read a physical book you know than than a kindle book for example uh, just my personal preferences so we put mm. pen down to paper we put down 63 topics that had been floating in our minds that here is what we had wanted to learn more about now courtesy the fact that eka and i have done you know 20 years each in the corporate world we also had access to a lot of interesting people so first degree or second degree of connection as it were we knew a lot of interesting people so 
against the topics we mapped the experts who could we go to speak to if we had to take up a topic i think there was also a flash of insight at that point of time to say that hey if we really want to do this in a disciplined way let's prune down the 63 topics ultimately we might not end up doing all 63 but let's take one topic a week and hence the mm. concept of 52 came about 52 weeks yeah. in the year right true and then we said what was this this was literally a journey this was little little bit of an unknown journey for us although it was not a very long and elongated journey it was only a journey per topic in one week so we called them red pills which is a derivation from that famous movie scene in the matrix where mm. uh, the protagonist neo is offered the red pill or the blue pill the red pill signifying a new journey or an adventure so we said let us go on 52 mini adventures in the course of the year 2018 and so therefore what we did is from our long list of 63 topics and against that we had written for most of them we had written the experts that we could speak to we said we will take up one topic per week of 52 weeks of 2018 now this is what was fascinating bijay the process that we followed for this was a three step process the first step okay. of the process was that let's say if the topic was good sleep the first step of the process was that we would read a lot about good sleep eka okay. would eka would bring in knowledge and nuggets from the ancient indian wisdom texts i would bring in knowledge and nuggets from what is the contemporary science and research saying so the first is we did research the second step of the three step process we went and spoke to experts that we either knew or our friends family and community and our networks had kind of connected us to so for the topic of good sleep the expert that we ended up speaking to besides a few doctors the expert that we ended up speaking to was ariana huffington who also talks a lot about good sleep and the benefits of good sleep and then the third part of our three step process was vaad vivad and distillation where eka and i okay. sat down and spoke and said hey what does this mean for us in our daily lives because we were not seeking to learn just for learning sake we were seeking to learn so that we could put back the knowledge into our daily lives and so Super therefore important. absolutely and so therefore we basically every week we would get down to three nuggets that we could put back into our lives as we began this journey we did a first few weeks and we really liked this journey as we began this journey we also then uh, you know shared a little bit with our friends and family and they said hey this is super useful why don't you actually share it wider so we began sharing this 52 weeks journey on our facebook and instagram page and that's when a personal couples journey became a movement and why i say a movement is because a lot of people kind of really got attracted to the concept to the learnings we started getting uh, pings from strangers who we did not know saying that hey we would we love the idea we would love to connect you with someone who can help you uh, deep dive a little bit more so that was fantastic the ripple effect the cascade was yeah. was fantastic very very soon the media kind of caught up with the story we got featured in a couple of publications so that what we were trying to do became a little wider and mm. i think the magic of that journey across 2018 vijay was that we of course run you know uh, difficult busy lives and we also had our own share of ups and downs in the course of 2018 uh, where a family member got diagnosed with cancer we had a couple of brief uh, you know encounters with bad health so on and so forth but we kind of persevered and we got through 
with 52 red pills done and a lot of learning that we had for ourselves and that we could share with the world in 2019 which was last year a couple of publishers approached us saying that would you like to turn this journey of yours into a book and fair enough pan macmillan uh, said that we would like to turn it into a book within 2019 so they were extremely excited with the project but also put dedicated focus to the project to turn it around quickly and so therefore by november 2019 four months ago we had a book called mm. 52 red pills and again the you know joy the personal joy that we have about the book is that when we kind of launched the book for pre orders on amazon uh, on day 1 we were uh, the number one mover and shaker book on amazon.com so that was fantastic uh, we were top 10 in bookstores across the country crossword and uh, uh, wh smith at airports etc and those top 10 positions really reassured that you know many people were kind of enjoying the idea of 50 yeah. red pills and the larger idea of constant learning in today's world absolutely and uh, that journey is very very fascinating and just picking one topic every week and just going on that deep dive learning mode that really is fascinating so i have got two questions for you but first i would like to start with the one so the first is the entire process of this 52 you know weeks learning journey mm-hmm. uh, what you have done as a first step is mm-hmm. you went on Hey, so Ekas, they are just uh, serving yeah. coffee to Siddharth. If you, you guys, uh, you know, can't see, uh, but you can listen. Yeah. So right. you know, uh, Siddharth has already shared about the chemistry that Eka and uh, Siddharth has. So uh, there's your coffee. So yeah, uh, coming back to the point, you know, uh, you mentioned about the 63 topics that you have listed as the first step, which was uh, on the top of your mind that you wanted to learn. So take us through the process of planning. Uh, you know, how did you go about planning this entire journey? What all went through? You said you just listed the you know experts that you wanted, and what else did you do when you were actually planning to learn this? Because the time was limited. You only had one week to plan and learn everything on under that topic and whatever you can get. But yeah. still, you want to learn and go on a deep dive. Yeah. So I think uh, planning was everything in this, uh, Bijay. Like you correctly said, uh, time is limited, and within that, we have our own corporate lives. Eka and I also have two teenage daughters, so there is time to be given there as well. Uh, we have our own friends and family and social circle, so there is time to be given there as well. But two hacks or two tricks that I I would love to share with your listeners: uh, what we did to create time, as it were. Now everybody has twenty four hours, right? But <laughs> literally, two things that we did which helped us, uh, which I can share. The first is called a time audit. a time audit is basically a simple exercise by which you note down in a diary what you do where do you spend your time in the course of a day and and we would recommend you do it in two parts one is how do you spend your time in 24 hours in a weekday and how do you spend your time in 24 hours on a weekend right what does this mean just note down in a diary in a page what do you do between the time that you get up let's say you get up at 6:30 in the morning what do you do 6:30 to 7:30 7:30 to 8:30 you know just in whichever time block suits you note down what you do so just be conscious about how you spend your time many times you'll realize that the first one hour of your day just goes you you don't know how it goes but it goes between you know trying to look for a newspaper and a cup of tea the first hour is gone if you were conscious about it maybe you could have done the same thing in 15 minutes Uh, but yeah i mean it's the lazy lounge of the first hour so 
the flow is that note down your movements across the day then again in the weekend when do you get up maybe you get up at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the morning how does your weekend day look like what we realized for eka and myself is that we were able to identify and pinpoint where exactly our time was going and because we knew that we had to extract 2 3 hours every week kahin se to wo do 3 ghante nikalne the right so we had to extract those 2 3 hours so the time audit really helped us identify where all our time was going correlated to the time audit exercise was the second simple but painful exercise called the sacrifice list the sacrifice mm. list was essentially a set of choices that we made that we would not be able to do if we had to take out 2 3 hours every week for all the weeks of 2018 so what did the sacrifice list for us look like we are big content junkies so we we watch a lot of uh, you know uh, ott series and stuff like that so for 6 months i actually disconnected a couple of my own ott subscriptions and kind of went off that so that we could create time for the 52 red pills journey we also traditionally take a long family vacation for about 2 3 mm-hmm. weeks every year we decided we could not do that in 2018 and so therefore we did a series of mini vacations but not really one long vacation so now you're looking at how we are structuring our own time um, we do a lot of industry engagements between eka and me we decided that we would cut it by half so these are all choices that we made there is nothing right or wrong about it it's the choices that we make so that we could have more time towards an exercise that we had become increasingly fascinated by the 52 red pills journey so the time audit and the sacrifice list were the foundations for us to create 2 3 hours of time every week for doing the 52 red pills journey the second part of the 52 red pills journey from a planning perspective was that pen to paper exercise that i spoke to you about which is the 63 topics and matching them against experts i just transposed that onto an excel sheet because things kept changing some weeks True. some weeks some expert was available on some weeks there was a calendar conflict you know we faced this in our in our lives right absolutely uh, so that excel sheet was a pretty dynamic excel sheet because things kept changing but i think we had the internal discipline to make sure that we had a couple of backup topics so let's say if one topic was not happening because the expert was not available we would schedule up something but we had that dynamic moving excel sheet to kind of keep us going and then the third part is like i said the network effect came into play which is that as we kind of went along the journey we realized that there were some topics that we ended up not doing right ultimately we did not do all 63 we did 52 because we realized that somewhere we did not really have a credible expert to talk to and somewhere we got actually a lot of experts fueled by our friends and family and our community who were giving in their resources as well so i think the network effect also came into play we couldn't have pulled this off on our own so and and that's what we say in 52 red pills that the reason why we consider it a movement is because 52 red pills must have started out as a couple project which it did for eka and me but actually 52 red pills was a movement because it was a fueled lot by the belief and the love by a lot of people and the collective resources that they pulled in so it really took a village to make the 52 red pills journey come alive super so i picked uh, you know two specific things from what you have just shared and i have one question from the last uh, you know point 
So, but just to quickly summarize what you have shared, and one of the things that you have shared about the time audit, which I think is a very, very powerful exercise. Uh, not only if somebody is looking at finding the time for self learning, but whatever passion or the project that they want to take up in their life, yeah. doing the time audit is a brilliant way to make that time. Yeah. For audience who might not know this, both Siddharth and Eka, they head business for some of the large organization, and you know they have this you know huge responsibility, corporate responsibility, and full time job, and then they you know they have gone on this journey, and if they could find the the time. With the the system that you know Siddharth is talking about, and I'm sure a lot of people can find time for whatever their passion project could be, whether that could be to build you know the side hustle, or whether that could be to start a new vlog, or whether that's whatever that project could be. I think that was super helpful. And the second one is about you know finding the experts and uh, you know scheduling the call uh, with them and talking to them, which I think is one of the quickest hack to learn about the uh, you know topic. Uh, you know, just go and speak with the expert because you will save a lot of time and research and stuff. So, connecting this point to the question that I had, which was about, you had one week and you know most of this topic you wanted to learn, but probably you had no idea, you know, where to find the information. And when you really go and find, try to find the information on the internet, it's a lot scattered out there, right? Then, how would you go about like? Selecting the information and making sure that you know this is what I'm going to get into. This is not what I'm going to get into. Just you know that process of refining and just saying that uh, you know this is what I'm going to learn. This is what I'm not going to learn. How would you guys decide that whether you want to get into the entire rabbit hole or how would you pick and choose like what you want to learn and what not within the topic itself? Yeah, no, I think that's a fantastic kind of a facet of the question because we had literally one week to learn about a topic and we recognize in all humility. that what we learned was like we were like we call it uh, toe dips and not necessarily very deep immersion but those toe dips for us were enough for us to put into our daily lives so if it was about mindfulness and meditation as a topic let's take that as an example in one week we learned enough about how the process works for our brains and for our bodies and that we learned through a combination of ancient texts that eka uh, dug into as well as some of the research that is done and like you said in the internet a lot of stuff is available but again that is where i think the role of you know choosing some of the right universities or the right sources kind of comes in so we took a couple of signals to say that who are the research led us to who are the world renowned people who have done research on this or who's someone who is an authority on this so we would read about that yeah that would be the first step to find who is the best guy or the person who yes. has done research or did okay yes but may i also kind of you know uh, tweak that answer to say that that first step was also an iterative step because not necessarily everybody who is well known is are the only people who know about it there might mm. be other points of view there might be controversial other positions taken by somebody else right so True. like i said the field of knowledge actually is so fascinating because as they say the more you know the less you know right and so therefore we use three filters first is we recognize that we would be toe dipping and not necessarily deep diving second we realize that what we are learning is not learning for gyan's sake but learning for bringing back into our daily lives so it had to be practical and the third one was that we employed an iterative process by which we chose signals of 
some of the best people or who are authorities in that subject or some of the best universities that, that have published white papers or some of the texts that Eka knew about from her panel of experts who dig into ancient Indian wisdom and so on and so forth. But we iterated it. And again, that is where when we talk about step two, which was our experts bringing in their life journeys and bringing in their own learnings, we also iterated some of the sources of research with these experts. So not every expert we consulted for interviews and for their life journeys. Some experts we consulted just for giving us the sources of research. Mm. You know, So therefore, step one and step two in our three-step process Step one and step two were very closely intertwined and it was very, it. very iterative. So our experts would also guide us to, hey, have you read up this report? Or they would send us, they would email us to say that here's something that you might like to read. This is an article which was published here. So I think the benefit of having experts of a, of a good network of people that we could trust that really, really formed a, a, a strong foundation. So just like planning for time management, mm. prioritization, discipline is a strong pillar of 52 Red Pills. Our access to experts was a very, very strong second pillar of the 52 Red Pills journey. Super. So just to summarize the first two steps of the learning process for you guys, the first one was, you know, just go deep dive and just see and read the literature that you had. And, and then second step would be to go and talk to the experts. And as you mentioned that what literature to pick sometimes was suggested and recommended by the experts who are already who already know that, hey, hey this is what you, you need to learn if you're just getting started with this and stuff. Yeah. So if somebody would like to get on this journey, uh, not necessarily like on a journey of learning 52 in a 52 week and stuff, but yeah. if they want to learn anything in their life that they have been thinking the people, you know, who are listening to this podcast. They might be wanting to learn a lot about whether that could be, as you mentioned, mindfulness or maybe meditation, or that could be, you know, anything like how do you become a better speaker, or that could be any other skill or anything that they want to learn, right? And, you know, not everyone has the access of experts that you have, then, you know, what would you suggest that how can they go about these two process? And then we'll move to the third step. And I want to get into you know more detail about the third step, which is the debate and discussion that you did. But if somebody, you know, do not have access to the experts and they still want to do it like a time bound, I want to learn about this thing within a month, uh, then how can they go about, uh, you know, not getting into this rabbit sure. hole and going deep and then, sure. you know, just prioritize what they learn? Is there any uh, yeah. hack or something that you figure out not to just yeah. shortlist and get into that stuff? Yeah, I think it's a fair question. And that's what we have said in our book, 52 Red Pills, the book as well. We've said that not everyone's journey needs to be 52 weeks of learning it can be True. lifelong learning which can be broken down in any which way uh, you cut it like 12 months of learning it can be a few weeks and then you stop so on and so forth as long as there is constant learning and as long as you figure out what is your own process of learning stroke hyper learning so three things which might be useful as ideas the first is find out areas that you are super passionate to learn about. Otherwise, you will not be able to sustain the discipline of learning. I meet some folks who tell me that I have some free time on my hands, so I want to pick up a hobby. Siddharth, what do you think about I should pick pottery for a hobby? And then I ask mm -hmm. them, why pottery? So they said, no, I, I've seen some other friends do it. So the point that I tell them, which I would like to share with your listeners, is that don't do anything because the world is doing it. 
find out about things that you are deeply passionate about what would you like to learn and why and how does it apply to your life either at a, in a personal context or in a professional context how does it really apply back to your lives so all the topics that we have learned my wife and i have learned under 52 red pills and that's why the the subtitle of the book is how to become more healthy wealthy and wise all the topics that we have learned in some what way apply back to our lives either to make us healthy or wealthy or wise so therefore the first thing is find out what you are deeply passionate about to learn because that will sustain the discipline that you need to go through the full journey because not every worthwhile thing you can learn in a day or in a week or in you know a month sometimes you really have to stick at it for some time vijay you spoke about public speaking that's been a passion for me throughout my life and i can tell you from my own experience that public speaking is an art and a skill that you have to hone over many many years of practice and some of that practice involves failure and some of that practice involves embarrassment and some of that practice involves constant you know fine tuning your approach like a sachin tendulkar would fine tune his approach towards his game it's exactly like that so i think the first thing find things that you are passionate about second is develop your own learning style and that again nobody can tell you you'll have to find out what works for yourself for eka and me the style that worked is that we were able to create some time in our busy lives for learning consciously 2 3 hours that are kind of kept aside so it becomes a sacred space so find out a what you are passionate about b what is your learning style and i spoke to uh, you about the three step process that we devised for learning for anybody else who might not you know have access to experts etc etc that's fine as long as you have access to like i said a lot of online learning resources that are available let me talk mm. to you about for 30 seconds let me talk to you about the latest course that i am doing online course that i am doing which is an online course from yale university in the us which is the science of well being and happiness it's a fantastic course and it's available it's open for everyone so i think the point about learning is that today there are universities and institutions which have lots and lots of online learning resources please capitalize on it please use it if your organization supports executive education please go for it there are governments like the british government and the american government which offer scholarships for for learning and for courses please take it i gave you the example of the shivening course that my wife and i went for and we spent 3 months at oxford so please look up and be alive to opportunities like this and then finally the thing that i want to kind of leave you with of why you should do this learning is because ultimately your personal happiness your personal satisfaction and contentment depends upon the quality of relationships that you build the quality of knowledge base that you build not necessarily the title that you hold or the bank balance that you have so the reason why we believe that knowledge relationships all of this is intertwined because we have seen it happening in 52 red pills for us our relationships with very many people have deepened because of 52 red pills and it's a magic which maybe i can't explain over a podcast but it is something that you have to believe me when i say that when you have a good conversation with somebody it deepens the quality of relationship that you have with the person dear listener before we move forward i'd like to share a message sent by one of you 
Parivesh from Dubai has recorded a message sharing how he listens to the inspiring talk and how it is helping him. Let's listen to his message. Hi Bijoy. Hello from Dubai. This is Parivesh. I came across your podcast by chance and I got addicted to it. Listening to your podcast has become one of my daily morning habits. I have been able to widen my horizon because of the insight that I learned from your interviews from variety of guests who have established themselves in various fields. I would like to thank you for creating such a wonderful content. All the best and keep inspiring. Thank you so much Parivesh for recording this message. Listening to you guys and uh, hearing how the show is impacting you is some of, one of the things that that really makes me glad and proud for the things that I'm trying to do here at the inspiring talk. If you would also like to share your message and would like to hear yourself on the inspiring talk Uh, especially the messages if the show has impacted you in any way i would love to hear that story if you have any and would like to share with me you can simply go to theinspiringtalk.com/speak and share your message with me and i might feature your message on one of the upcoming episodes now let's continue with the episode Now the third step on your process of learning was discussion and debate. So mm-hmm. you and Eka would go and find whatever you can and talk to experts and take online courses and read the research paper and stuff. And then you both come together and you know sit down for the debate and discuss. And was there a specific structure or process that you guys followed on those discussion? You know that you guys did and and how has that helped you in putting everything together that you have. done on the first and second step and how important is it to have that kind of discussion and also having someone who learns along with you how is that helpful yeah i think the third step is super super helpful and perhaps the you know the magic in the whole three step process because it kind of comes from a couple of principles the first is that if you can't simply explain the topic to somebody then you yourself don't know that topic enough you know mm. which is why eka and i go out and teach a lot we take guest lectures at b schools or we go for panel discussions at industry forums etc because the principle is that if you are able to explain clearly explain in a simple way then you probably know what you're talking about we don't really you know have a lot of love for folks who give complicated jargon or who are not able to kind of explain but kind of you know say a lot without saying anything you know because ultimately if you are learning you should be able to teach is our personal belief so i think the process of vad vivad or the process of debate and discussion was essentially about that that did we learn something that we were able to teach each other first the second point of it is that we might have learned something but hey how will we apply it into our lives and that is where a little bit of you know challenge to each other came along to say that this might be nice to know but is it practical to apply back and that is why when you read 52 red pills the book you will see that a lot of nuggets that we have shared or a lot of tips that we have shared are very practical they can be used in our daily lives and and that is when knowledge becomes alive we feel and the third part of the vad vivad process was essentially saying that hey 
this is what we know and this is what we don't know which means that we also noted down further reading references that we could if we wanted and and we have actually then in 2019 deep dived into some of the topics of 2018 so we also put together a set of reading references which said that we might not know enough but if we were to read more outside of that particular week we would come to know more about that topic and these reading references then we have actually shared in 52 red pills the book so for example if i were to pick up creativity the week of creativity that we did we read a lot about how can you be more creative how can you kind of form more synapses have more inspirations etc we went and spoke to piyush pande who generously gave us his time he's one of the most creative people in the world but also we recorded a lot of books and sources that are there uh, listed in 52 red pills that you can also read to get more ideas on how to become creative or how to unlock your creative self so that was step number 3 for us bijay super so now that you know you have done all of these uh, for a, in the entire learning process and somebody who want to go on that journey of learning something let's say they have done step 1 they did their research and then they you know had that discussion with uh, a friend or you know somebody who might not be on the journey but they you know tried and explain it to them now the next step which you know the logical step would be to organize that information and structure that put it make a note of those for the future reference right how would you guys do that how would you organize the information as you mentioned that you know you would put down the references so that you know if you want to go back and learn more then here are the links or the resources or the report that i want to read in the future then what does that process look like how would you would you make the notes uh, or the physical notebook or do you keep a journal or how do you organize that entire in- information for the future reference so while of course we had a couple of audio interviews and we kind of took some notes in our word documents etc but i'm a very very big fan of journaling mm-hmm. and again it goes back to the point where i was saying that i'm in that sense a little old fashioned about some of these things but i believe again in recording insights recording what i have learned in the course of that journey so i have a couple of notebooks i'm talking about physical notebooks pen to paper uh, which are full of stories anecdotes insights post it notes of some of the nuggets that we picked up in the course of that journey so for us personally and again everybody has their own style of doing it but for us uh, notes physical notes journaling for me are a big part of recording our learning so is there anything specific pro tip that you'd like to share on journaling or is there any specific process that you follow on organizing the things that you have found because mostly when i learn and start putting you know things on the paper then it looks really cluttered and you know it looks misorganized anything anything that you'd like to share on that process so maybe couple of things first and foremost we have at least a dedicated time for journaling so which is 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night before sleeping so one is you know the what they call the hack of you know habit stacking what does habit stacking mean that if you have to sustain a habit link it to anything that you would naturally do so what do you do when you wake up typically typically when you wake up you go to the bathroom and you might be brushing your teeth etc so what's the activity that you do coming out you know before you know open your newspaper and have your morning tea maybe you could spend that 15 minutes in either meditation or journaling as the case maybe similarly at night 15 minutes before you sleep so that's one and that's in terms of having a dedicated time the second is uh, we use different journals for different things so the for the 52 red pills mm-hmm. we had a different journal 
for recording something which are professional insights to do we had a different journal so there are a couple of journals that we have which kind of mm. helps at a macro level in terms of organizing third as i said we are big believers in post its and uh, kind of color coding stuff which gives mm. a sense of organization of what topic where etc so in that sense again the whole practice of putting pen to paper and when i say pen to paper it means different color pens as well mm. so you'll see a lot of highlighters in our study mm. table so uh, using a little bit of those tools just to make sure that we are able to find stuff when we need it hence different journals or even within the journal color coding to say which topic is where etc so i think in that sense we are a little disciplined about it and that helps us so you just used the word disciplined and uh, one of the things you know i feel a lot of us struggle is having a discipline of self learning and you attribute you know a lot of your success to the discipline of self learning and continuously upgrading yourself as a result of that so how can one build this discipline how did you build this discipline of uh, you know self learning so i think all of us at various points of time have our own ways of kind of leading our lives and that is why i said that you have to be super passionate about learning what you need to learn so that you are able to devote time in a disciplined way i would basically say the process of discipline essentially comes from recognizing why something is important first and foremost which is why should you even care about finding 2 3 hours for a specific learning journey and for that i think like i said you have to be very clear on the fact that this will build yourself into a better leader better professional etc and finding topics which resonate with you which you can be deeply passionate about the second is i'm a big believer personally i'm a big believer in learning from some of the learnings of others so not reinventing the wheel but actually learning so even discipline when i read the writings of naval ravikant or when i read jocko willink or when i read tim ferris a lot of simple tips and tricks and hacks of being disciplined creating time prioritization doing things in a smarter way those things are i find fascinating so if i were to give one tip to your learners it would be that find out your purpose of learning and that will give you your fuel for creating time for learning for creating the discipline for learning for creating your own ways of learning yeah many people are night owls many people are uh, early risers so again there is no prescription there is no right way of doing it you have to find your own way but the only tip i will give is find out why you are passionate about learning about a certain subject and then create your process to learn that so siddharth what are the three quick tips that you'd like to give for professionals to accelerate their learning journey so we spoke about that vijay i would actually urge your listeners really to explore the wealth of online resources that today's educational institutions and professional institutions give so that's one and like i was sharing with you i am doing a course at coursera on yale itself the second is develop a reading habit which can be again depending upon people it can be an online reading habit an audio reading habit or physical books reading habit like the ones for example that i have mm. uh, so i will typically read one book a week so again in a way 52 kind of books in a year or 50 books in a year roughly so develop a reading habit the third is find out opportunities 
of learning and professional growth whether it is organizational sponsored professional development courses or executive education or whether it is government sponsored courses like the ones that i said on shivening which aka and i did so i think those three things i would definitely urge your listeners to find out because that's available for all of us to do and that would lead us if we do it if we find the time on a daily and a weekly basis to do that would lead us to become better people and better leaders and better business people super and just to add to that list you know edx is another brilliant platform right i'll just link all of those resources on the description for people to just go and see the different courses that you mentioned edx is there where you know people can just go and get free course literally from uh, you know one of the you know some of the top universities in the world and that resources is totally free out there so before you know we end this interview is there any last piece of message that you'd like to give to the listeners on learning that we haven't discussed as of now the only thing that i would like to share is that i believe that my own kind of glass if you look at it is always not full for me to constantly keep adding new sources of of knowledge to it and i think the the spirit and the humility of being a lifelong student allows us to constantly learn and expand our horizons that's something that i would like to leave uh, your listeners with the second is we spoke a lot about learning we spoke a lot about learning journeys and possible references for reading about a wealth of fascinating topics and that's why i'd like to heartily recommend the book that aka my wife and i wrote which is 52 red pills you know the question that vijay started out with super guys make sure that you pick the book i'll just link that up on the description of this episode and it's already a best seller and uh, you know a lot of people have a lot of good things to talk about the book so siddhati people would like to reach out to you and get in touch with you what is the best possible way always linkedin i have a very very strong presence on uh, linkedin and active presence on linkedin i mentor some people i'm an active part of the internet ecosystem and so i mentor a lot of founders as well so yeah look forward to connecting on linkedin super guys make sure that you reach out to him if you have further questions and learning any questions about how do you get into this entire journey of learning it has been amazing conversation thank you so much for being here siddharth and sharing your wisdom with our listeners fantastic thank you again vijay for having me here and best wishes to all your listeners cheers Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inspiring Talk podcast. I hope you learned something or got some inspiration. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Every week I bring some of the most amazing guests to talk about the topics that will help you in your personal transformation journey. Let me know your biggest takeaway from this episode on my Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. @it Vijay speaks. You can access the show notes of this episode by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 8585. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring.